Welcome to the Insightful Player Podcast with your host, Chrissy Carew. In each episode, Chrissy interviews NFL players and other professional athletes to help transform our culture to be inclusive, kinder, and more loving. We hope to turn everyone into insightful players in their own lives. Chrissy is also the author of the book, Insightful Player, featuring over a dozen stories where football pros lead a bold movement of hope. You can learn more about her book, Chrissy's coaching programs, and more episodes of this show at www.theinsightfulplayer.com. You can also watch other episodes on YouTube and listen through all the major podcast platforms. Now, here's the host of Insightful Player, Chrissy Carew. The entire Insightful Player podcast initiative is dedicated to the late Tom Constantino. Tom Constantino was my PR consultant. He was over the moon fabulous. He introduced me to so many people, including in the sports world where I didn't know anyone. He really introduced my book to the entire world. And he always inspired me. He was so dedicated and he encouraged me so often, especially when I got down. He was really an exceptional human being. And Insightful Player wouldn't have made it to where it is now if it wasn't for Tom. So Tom, up there in heaven, I just want you to know you're going to live in my heart forever. And I am forever grateful for you. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the first ever Insightful Player podcast. My name is Chrissy Carew, and I'm a business and life coach. And I've been coaching since the mid-1990s. And I created Insightful Player back in 2009 because I was worried sick about peers. I was worried sick about role models falling down left and right. So I reached out to some NFL players and partnered with them and to share their personal messages of hope uh, because they wanted kids to recognize um, and really understand the tremendous obstacles they overcame. And against all odds, they reached their dreams and they want kids and adults alike to realize they too can reach their dreams and create a life that's really fulfilling for them, filled with love, regardless of your situation. So what we're gonna do is we're going to shower you with some interviews with some NFL players and later other athletes and people who are insightful players in their lives um, to share their own personal messages of hope. And we want you to join us because we believe in the immense power of the human spirit and the profound goodness in humanity and all of us and the courage within your spirit and we need to come together we need to start listening to each other we need to start looking for the goodness in each other and we need to acknowledge each other rather than oh get sucked into all the violence the anger the bigotry the bullying it's just awful and um it's not who we are it really isn't so we're going to ask you to join in on us. We don't know what that looks like yet. You're going to have to teach us that. And, and let us know what ideas you have to transform our world. And that's what this is all about. We're here to help transform our world to be more inclusive, to be kinder and much more loving. And I think we're all up for it. And it's now. I think life, God, is calling on us now to step up. And I think we all have to step up in ways 
that are a stretch for us. And doing this podcast is a stretch for me. And, you know, we can't let all this violence and hatred bring out the worst in us. It even brought out the worst in me. I was angry all the time. So I decided I wanted to be a small part of the solution. So I hope you'll join me. Um, I'm really excited about this. And, you know, let us know what you think, who, you know, what ideas you have, and who do you want to see on this podcast, okay? We're going to have a wonderful guest today, Rashid Davis. Rashid Davis is one of the very first insightful players I interviewed back in 2009. And he's in my book, uh, Insightful Player, Football Pros Lead a Bold Movement of Hope. And his story is unbelievable. Um, he's one of the most humble people I've ever known. He's very courageous. He's very giving. He has an amazing foundation, Saturday Place, beautiful family. And all he does is give. And he's the epitome of love. So you're going to meet him. And, and he's going to share his personal messages of hope. So thank you for coming to our first podcast. And please continue with us and let us know what you think, what do you want. Let us know what you're doing, okay? Because we need you. We need you. Um, we all need you. And we can do this. You know, I think love is much stronger than hate. What do you think? All right, let's begin. Okay, so as I mentioned, we have a wonderful very first guest on our insightful player first ever podcast. We have Rashid Davis. I met Rashid back in 2009 when I first um, created the Insightful Player Initiative. And he's one of the most inspiring people I've ever met. Um, he's done all kinds of things in his life. I'd like to read you the first, um, not read you. I would like to share with you the first thing he told me when I was on the interview, with him, which made me cry. He had a Dodge Bullets in his home. Um, he lived in a really tough neighborhood in South LA. His father was murdered when he was only in. His mom and his aunt brought him up. There were drugs in his neighborhood all around him. Some of his family members were in gangs, but he came out on the other side. He had a lot of people who loved him and he just has just tremendous faith in God that really helped him get to where he is today. And he cares so much about you, and he has so much about kids. He formed this amazing foundation, Saturday Place, with his beautiful wife, Diana. And I'm going to let him tell you about it. It's really inspiring. Um, he started off in the Arena Football League with the Sabercats. And while he was working with the Sabercats, he worked at Best Buy, you know, and he just has a tremendous work ethic. And then he was um, signed by the Chicago Bears. And and he did a great job there as a wide receiver. And while he was there, um, Rashid, you have to let me know if this is true. It was the, uh, he then went on to the Detroit Lions. But you had a, um, a logo on your head. You had your hair dyed and colored. <laughs> was that the Bears logo? Was that the, Bear, was that at the Bears or the Lions? Uh, that was, I had my hair painted in several different, uh, <laughs> several different things. Yes. One of them was the Bears uh, logo. One time it was uh, it was both Bears logo. One was the actual bear, right. and that was on the right side of my head. The other was uh, Bears C. Oh, okay. On both yep. sides of my head, and then uh, at one point I had a cancer ribbon in the back of my head um, for Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, I also, when I was in Detroit. I painted my hair red. Oh, uh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I had a like fire in my, I had a mohawk and my hair was red. 
I was slightly crazy toward the end of my career. Get up, wake up in the morning <laughs> for practice. Oh, that's great. So what you'll all learn about Rashid is in addition to being such a giving, loving leader in our world, he is a lot of fun. He is a really lot of fun and a one big kid. So um, can you send me some of those photos? I'd like to include those. I will. I will. Um, most of them, can, if not all of them, can be found on, on the Internet with just a simple Google search, though. Oh, okay. I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah, so I'll that's typically how I get them. I don't own them. <laughs> all right. All right. That sounds great. So, right. um, again, it's so happy. I'm so happy to have you a part of this uh, reigniting of the Insightful Player Initiative. And as I mentioned in the in their <clears throat> intro, it's because we want to put, you know, more inclusion, love and kindness into our world because we're in my old friend Frank Gorman used to say we're in deep sneakers right now. But if we all pull together, we can really transform our culture. But we all have to do it together. So thank you for coming to being our very first guest on the Insightful Player Podcast. I am just delighted. Rashid. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm honored and blessed that you care so much about me and my story. So thank you so much for that. Oh, you're easy to love, that's for sure. Um, so tell me in your words, you know, what do you what do you see? Where do you see the world now? And where do you think we can all take it? Um, you know, to be honest, I think everything is cyclical, right? Like, um, as a black man in America, I mean, it's all, it, it's not a whole lot different for me other than the fact that it, you know, I have a lot more, uh, freedoms and, and, uh, opportunity than I would say my, my, parents and ancestors and all of that, right? So I'm blessed in that respect. But there's still a lot of hate, and there always has been a lot of hate in the world, um, which I don't fully, I don't I don't jive with, first of all, but I don't fully understand why uh, human beings are the way that we are at times. So I, I do struggle with that, personally. Uh, I struggle with God. I struggle with humanity. I struggle with myself in that. We're not all that great <laughs> to each other historically. Um, throughout history, I used to be a history major uh, before I became, before I graduated with a degree in sociology. So I've always loved history. And, you know, I can't say that I'm, I know everything about history and everything about our past. But what I do know is historically, we, we as a, species have not been great to each other. Um, when you look at wars and you look at racism and you look at uh, sexism and you look at, at um, power struggles and you look at all of these things, it's, it's not new, as the Bible says. There's nothing new under the sun. It's just in a new form. It just has come back in a new form. It certainly has, and it really has, seems to um, be stronger and um, more prevalent. And, um, and, and, you know, back to the whole racism thing, I mean, I, you know, back to the whole George Floyd incident, I thought I understood it more um, 
you know, I just, I did, um, you know, my parents and my mom was a civil rights leader and she was very shy and sweet, but she was still a very strong civil rights leader. And so I thought I really understood it, but I didn't know what I didn't know. And I know a lot of, a lot of people felt that way too. Um, it was just so heartbreaking and it was so motivating to see all those people take a stand for it. Mm-hmm. And now I think there's an opening in the world where we can make a huge difference and transform that so we can all be more loving. Like there's been so much focus on differences in people and what we're all about and with Insightful Player, and I know what you're all about is let's look at the, what, you know, what we have in common as well as let's appreciate the differences, respect the differences. Mm-hmm. And I know you're someone that's really, really passionate about the importance of listening and nobody's listening. Everyone's yelling at each other or talking at each other, you know, and it, it's so tough. Um, it really is. And like you, I, I feel like I at times lose faith in humanity and I've decided I'm not going to do that anymore. And we, we have to look for the best within each other. And, and you do that every day. Um, and, and look what you started with your foundation even. Please tell us all about your Saturday place and how that all began. I remember I remember the story when you start before you started it and you were so passionate about helping young kids. Um, that are in tough neighborhoods, having a tough time, didn't have the advantages. I did. That was 11 years ago. Going on 12 years, we're going into our 12th year. Um, Yeah. Wow. Um, Saturday Place itself is an enrichment program for third and fourth grade Chicago public school students performing a year below grade level. Our aim is to get them at or above grade level by the time they leave our program. And our mission statement is to teach students how to overcome obstacles to success through inspiration, preparation, and discipline. And um, we've been doing it for 11 years. Uh, It started as a thought and a dream in my head. I would say that I was naive in what it would take to do what we started, what it would cost to develop, um, may I, could I have been overcharged? That's a possibility. Yes, I could have been overcharged for what was given. Uh, that being said, looking at the bright side and the positive of it, Saturday Place was born out of it. Um, and just like the situation that, that you speak of and what we're dealing with now, um, I believe that all of it is necessary, right? Like growing pains. When I was a kid, I um, distinctly remember, you know, having knee problems. Uh, And my mom took me to the doctor to figure out, well, why I was having knee problems. And my legs were hurting. I was playing sports all the time, you know, on the concrete streets like never really organized, but just out with my friends and and whatnot. So I was always running the streets. So I thought it was because I was playing on concrete and bad shoes and all of this other stuff, something like that. And when I got into the doctor's office, they did x-rays and the doctor uh, pulled up the x-ray, set me on the table and he said, hey, look at this. You see all of this white here? These are growing. You're growing. What you're having is growing pains. This means that your mo- your muscle, your your bones are growing, and and I was really short. <laughs> I, I've been short my whole life. I'm five foot ten now, 
So I'm 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 about average height for a man now, but when I was a kid, I was below everything, below in weight, below in height. I was always the smallest kid. Mm-hmm. Um and so when he said that, I distinctly remember it vividly and the smile coming on my face, and I was just like almost kicking, clicking my heels when I was leaving the the doctor's office. Um and so what that reminds me of and shows me is that like with all of what we're going through, we need, we need, I don't, I don't want to say we need it. I'll, I'll say it's part of the growth of a nation. It's part of a growth of a society, the pains uh, that we're going through are part of the growth process. Right. But we also need to understand, like you, that there are uh, positives like myself. So there's positives in all of it. And we need to focus on those things, too. We need to continue to focus on doing good work. As the Bible says, don't grow weary in doing good, you know, and we have to do the good work um, as well as. Suffer through or endure through the negative, you know? And so with Saturday place, I want to say, were there some negatives at the beginning? Yeah, there were, there were some things and a lot, and and not all of it was caused by um, the people that I was working with. A lot of it was caused by me and myself and my naivete, not understanding the world that I was getting myself into. Um, But of that, great things we've helped over 600 kids you know um so i want to also thank that group that i worked with i won't share any names or anything like that because i don't want any bad press from for them uh but they know who they are and if they ever see this hopefully they smile um (laughs) from what i'm saying uh so you know it's it's been a blessing all of it has been a blessing saturday place has been phenomenal. The kids are growing. Um, We've had struggles just like everybody else when it comes to COVID and how COVID affected us. Um, And we're coming out of that. uh, Luckily, blessed that I have great board members. Uh, Saturday Place has great board members, not myself. Um, But Saturday Place has great board members and great donors who have been there from the beginning and you know i want to say thank you to the companies like related midwest and lynn lease and and s mechanical and all of these companies and the people the don bernackis the the uh burt brants the ramadan the moody's the the uh all of the people that have been there from the beginning uh to help with saturday place um the cannings the Canning Foundation for giving us the seed money plus more money over time. Um, just, I've been tremendously blessed. The organization has been tremendously blessed by all of these people. Uh, the Rebecca Dars. I'll be remiss if I if I don't mention Rebecca in this as well. So, well, um, again, there you are. Um, I know I'm all over the place, but no, no, you're not. I mean, it's it's your it's forgiveness. I mean, you have forgiveness, and you're taking full responsibility, and you learn so much from the from the lessons all the time. 
Um, oh, one more person. I have to Lizelle Tolentino. Not one more person. There's a lot of people I got to thank, but she uh, no longer is with Saturday Place, but she was everything to Saturday Place. Um, and we wouldn't be here without without her and uh, John Wallace as well. So excellent. If you think of more names as we go along, pop Hyatt. <laughs> Hyatt, Hyatt as well. Hyatt Hotels organization has been great too. Well, I, I want to um, um, go back to the Hyatt for a second, but first I just want to just acknowledge you because you're you're so willing to learn lessons even in knee deep and stuff. So you've built a lot of resilience. And um, which started as a kid from everything you went through. And it's so important. That's always been a goal of yours to help kids with that um, as well as mine. And the whole forgiveness thing. And I think there's a lot of forgiveness we need to all have here in our world with everything that's going on. And one of my mentors is uh, the late Barbara Marks Hubbard. And she always said, crisis is an evolutionary driver. And I think you know, right now we're certainly in crisis and we have the opportunity to really evolve right now. I think there's an opening um, if we all jump in together and um, just like you are with Saturday Place. And I remember when you were telling me some of the kids you were working with never even, they lived really close to the Great Lakes in Chicago, mm -hmm. but never even saw them. They were just a couple of blocks away. And I remember how you took the kids to, the Hyatt and taught them how mm -hmm. how to you know how to which fork to use and spoon and how to sit and eat a meal. I mean, you did so much, and I'm sure you're still doing so much. It's just really remarkable the impact you had on these children. I hope so. You know, um, I won't say I taught them how to use their forks and knives. I still have trouble myself <laughs> with fork and knife and where they go. Um, that being said, the Hyatt organization, Hyatt Hotels. Uh, specifically Hyatt Regency downtown has always been a phenomenal strategic partner with Saturday Place. And yes, that was one of the story you speak of was one of the um, catalysts to me getting involved with uh, working with ch children in Chicago, uh, because that for me was appalling to hear that they lived a lot of these kids live a mile, two miles, three miles from a lake, you know, one of the greatest wonders of the world, right? This huge lake, and uh, they had never seen it in person, heard about it, saw it on TV, but not only them, I was told, not only them, but some of their parents and grandparents and whatnot have never seen the lake in person. They've never been to the lake, and that was just appalling and and so i wanted to do something about that and that's where one of the things that started to drive me and where we were going to go with with um saturday place um and one of the best pictures that we have of saturday place and the kids was when we partnered with loyola for for a time we were um we were partnered with loyola university in chicago and they were graciously giving us classroom space. And uh, through one of our teachers and program directors at the time, uh, and the very first day of class during that partner, the first uh, initial beginnings of that partnership, um, the classroom that they gave us was right on the lake. Oh, nice. 
So when we walked into the building, when we got off the bus, our children got off the bus and they walked into the building, there was a a big wall of windows that showcased the lake, you know, and the views from that building. And all of the kids were just in awe and they were standing at the window looking out and uh, someone had the beautiful or wonderful idea to take that picture, to snap that picture. And it was just like a full circle moment for us. Uh, It's almost going to make me cry now thinking about that, you know, God put in my head and the relationships and the connections and the stories that people shared with me and how that had become something that uh, was now, it, it was no longer a thought. It was now reality. And now these kids were getting a chance to see something that they maybe never would have seen. And my hopes are that if they don't learn anything in the classroom uh, with us, um, that something within their experience with us inspires them, right? If they're, if they never get back to grade level um, in a traditional sense, um, that something within our, their time with us uh, inspires them to show them that they can be uh, whatever they dream of being, whatever they de- they decide to be, and it's possible for them. So, yeah, I mean that that was such a beautiful moment for you that I'm sure you'll treasure forever. And it's so true that um, you help give those kids hope, and um, and. And now, with the way the world is right now, there are so many people without hope. And um, they can't see beyond the struggle because there is so much struggle here. Um, And and so um, do you have any thoughts about that or or where we could take that, how we could dive in, how our viewers could help out right now? Um, Be the love that you want to receive. Rashid, that was great. Thank you very much and everyone he'll be back next week and he's going to discuss how can we gain hope when things are really tough i want you to really tune in and think about that question for yourself as well and this week why don't you go out and lift up someone someone that could use a lift and just make them smile okay until next time bye-bye Thank you for watching and listening to the Insightful Player Podcast with your host, Chrissy Carew. Chrissy is also the author of the book, Insightful Player, featuring over a dozen stories where football pros lead a bold movement of hope. You can learn more about her book, Chrissy's coaching programs, and more episodes of the show at www.theinsightfulplayer.com. We hope to turn everyone into insightful players in their own lives. You can also watch other episodes on YouTube and listen through all the major podcast platforms. Thank you for your comments, reviews, and sharing the show with others.